Rusty Quill presents. Welcome to Ain't Slayed Nobody. This is an actual play podcast intended for adults and may contain material that some people find disturbing. Please see the episode notes for content warnings and listen with care. If you found our show from Graham Patrick's guest writing on episode three of the Magnus Protocol, you might want to start with one of the campaigns he wrote on. Y'all of Cthulhu, our first ever season, is a complete horror campaign in the Old West. Next, we have Bleaker Trails, which is in the same setting. That has one complete season, and the final season is coming late in 2024. And if you're looking for something shorter and science fiction, we have a six-episode Blade Runner series. Thank you so much for listening. We hope to see you around. Our Discord is slade.me slash discord. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Welcome to Push the Roll, a low prep dialogue only actual play series that incorporates ideas from our Patreon posse into the game as the story develops. Join up at patreon.com slash Slade to contribute and enjoy the madness. Are you okay to walk, Adrian? Oh, I'll... Muster my strength from somewhere, but any moment now, any moment now, I fear I may topple into my grave after sustaining such a blow. <laughs> oh, come on, Dr. Pepper, you've had worse. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. <laughs> ben, do you mind calling an ambulance for the woman who's bleeding out in the street? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Oh, my God! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Yes, I'll do that. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. There's a phone box just on the road. <laughs> oh, be careful with that phone box. Ben looks at the phone box, has a moment of dread, and, and then realises what he has to do. And it's actually genuinely shocked. There's a woman bleeding out on the street. Mm. Do you want to give me a sand roll? Sure. As you realise you're responsible for this. <laughs> I didn't feel a lot of remorse there. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't getting that. So you got 89 there. I take it your San isn't 90. No. <laughs> In which case, 
Okay, you only lose one point of sand there. All right. But I think still there's perhaps just that cold moment of realisation that there were some real consequences here for what just seemed like a good idea in the moment, perhaps. Oh, yeah, he he just thought it was a prank. I mean, he's, mm. he's absolutely genuinely shocked that he can see an actual woman bleeding in front of him. Mm. If Riz clocks any, like, doubt or hesitation on Ben's part, she's going to go over to him and just quietly so that Kirby doesn't hear. All right, listen, I can see you're having a bit of trouble, right? But this is what art is all about, all right? Okay. You, have to, you have to do some things that might make you feel uncomfortable so you can achieve something spectacular, okay? There's a woman on the pavement. And she'll be fine, I'm sure. <laughs> she'll be fine. You know what? We can get this gentleman that's been hit by the car here. He seems to be a little bit more lucid and he can call for the ambulance and we can go and get more of, of this. Actually, you look back and the man who was hit by the taxi has got up and is staggering down an alleyway now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sir, sorry, sorry, before you run off, I wonder if you might be able to do us a favour and, and call for an ambulance. He doesn't slow down. <laughs> All right, well, there he goes. <laughs> I'm just saying we're wasting daylight, you know, we need to All get right. more. They're coming back and so we just we should probably keep keep going. Okay, you know, you know your stuff. I, 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 she'll probably be okay, right? You'll be fine. She'll be fine. Everyone's going to be fine. Right. We should go. So you're not calling for an ambulance. I don't know if Adrian can walk. Uh... I shall do my utmost to muster my my remaining <laughs> strength. I'll help. I'll help him up. Yeah, there's no broken bones there, but that is going to be a very nasty bruise, and there's perhaps a bit of blood that's soaking through your shirt. Can I try first aid just to kind of clean him up and maybe wrap the the bloody parts? <laughs> Absolutely. I want to do this before Riz's ideas start being the nature of the injuries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, I failed, so. I'm making a hash of it, Sullivan. Unhand me. <laughs> <laughs> God. And uh, I'll be fine. Sorry, I think it's the fog or something, yeah. And he's like, kind of pulls his jacket over the bloodstain and hobbles forward. <laughs> As long as you captured it, yes, it's his. Um, where the devil did that thing come from? <laughs> <laughs> it is a mystery. So, just to be clear, Ben isn't going to the Phobos and calling for an ambulance. You're all fleeing the scene. No, <laughs> he's he's doing what Rosalind tells him to do, and he's a bit uncomfortable, but he's going to go. I think Riz is just trying to get him out of line of sight of the woman that he's hurt because she doesn't want him to like get too much in his head where he's not going to be willing to do something like this again. <laughs> we can call for an ambulance, but we should just kind of get moving to a new location. We, we're, we're, we're scouting and we're calling. We can do both. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's fine. As you head off, Ben perhaps just takes one last look back at the telephone box. And just for a moment, there's something weird about the way the light's going through the glass panels in there that just for a moment makes it look like it might be full of water. But, hmm. <laughs> and, and that freaks him out. Of course it freaks him out. And, but, but then he, you know, takes his mind off it and gets on with the day. Okay. 
and Kirby's like running with the camera on the tripod, but also panning over this woman <laughs> as they head down the alley. <laughs> and where are you heading off to? Not the score is, you said. Not the- There's no schools around here. <laughs> More of a nightlife area. You go to Soho to learn other things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, things they don't teach in schools. Yeah. Um, <laughs> As we're walking down the streets, do we see any like <laughs> scaffolding, like any like construction equipment, any anything like under renovation? Oh God, yes. We should go there. Are you still up for this, Adrian? More interviews? Well, as long as nothing untoward happens again, I, I suppose I'll, 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 I'll soldier on. Okay. I can only hope that my sacrifice is uh, remunerated by the ministry when you tell them how much I've I've sacrificed for their vision. <laughs> we will, of course. Uh, ben, are you going to be able to get us tea while we're out on the street? Do you have like a... Uh, there's one of those Italian coffee shops. I could pop in there. Okay, yeah, please. We we didn't get coffee this morning. I don't know if you remember. I think it's better if we all stick together. <laughs> Fine. I can wait 20 minutes. Let's get the footage and win the job. Oh, yes, I'd love an Italian coffee. Developed a taste for it when I was in Milan with Claudia Cardinale. Absolutely lying. <laughs> totally lying. Never happened. And I'm filming thinking, gosh, this would be great for like the documentary feature if I, if we had audio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Adrian is unobserved. He is not clocked that there's no mic and he did not see a bleeding woman. <laughs> Riz is thinking about like the artistry of like music played over all of these scenes of destruction, you know, like on the, on the sidewalk and it's just kind of coming together in her head. <laughs> so we're going into a sort of construction-y looking place? I think there's some construction happening near the British Museum, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. If you're heading down towards Great Russell Street, then yeah. It's about five minutes walk and there's still at this stage some construction work that is going on even all these years later, undoing some of the damage from the Second World War. But yeah, there's also the the everyday building work that goes on in a big city like London. So yeah, I mean, there is what looks like some kind of uh, shop perhaps on Great Russell Street, which has got scaffolding outside where they're doing something with the edifice. It's not exactly a hive of activity, but there's definitely a couple of builders up the scaffolding who are working on maybe guttering. Kirby's standing clear because of the script that Riz wrote where the guy falls off the scaffolding and lands on the seesaw, and then the concrete <laughs> on the other end of the seesaw goes up and crushes him. <laughs> I'm legitimately scared of the scaffolding. Yes. I remember doing the voice for scaffolding, colon, silent killer. <laughs> but uh, I will, I will, we're going to the breach. <laughs> oh, a wide angle for this one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I draw as close as I feel safe while making eyes with Kirby to make sure I'm in the, in the frame. Oh yeah. And then I guess mm-hmm. shout up to these workers. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the audio in post is going to be difficult. There's one of the workers who seems to be handing something up to the other one who looks down at you and says, What's that, mate? Fear, sir. <sighs> We're asking people, citizens, what frightens them most? What is your phobia? <laughs> what are you on about? <laughs> this is going tits up. Offer them money, Adrian. Offer them money. Uh, listen, listen, mate. Five quid if you tell me what your what your uh, 
What, what you're afraid of most in the world, hmm? Fiverr? Oh. Uh, I don't like bees. <laughs> <laughs> Cracking. Good stuff. Um, <laughs> I think Riz is going over to Ben quietly in the background. Ben? Yeah? What is your heart telling you <laughs> with regards to this scaffolding? <laughs> I mean, I, I can't just, like, bring down scaffolding. Uh, if you believe in yourself, Ben, I think you can accomplish anything. <laughs> no, I believe I can bring down the scaffolding. I just think it's a really bad idea. It'll hurt people. <laughs> uh, sometimes art is painful. Right. So you think I ought to... I don't know. Unscrew something over there. I think you should follow your creative voice. Right. <laughs> you know, Cecil brought you in for a reason. Go on then. <laughs> Shoves him. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think Ben is really genuinely a bit uncomfortable with this. But it's, at this point, we'll kind of do something that's a halfway house. And so maybe if you just like unscrew something, it's just going to cause it to shudder just a bit. And that's going to be acceptable. So it's just going to sort of unscrew something in the... Sca I don't know how scaffolding works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just towards the base, you know. Well, I'll tell you what. Give me a mechanical repair roll to see how well you can control this process. It's good. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's a good job. I put all my point... No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> just give it a good karate chop. Mm-hmm. <sighs> no, that's a bare miss. Mm. Right. In which case... The conversation is going on between Trumbull and the gaffer here. I don't know what it is about bees. My mum was allergic to their stings, but I don't think I am. But even then, I, I don't know. There's just, you see one and then, you know, they, they, there's loads of them, loads of them, right? And it's not just the stings, is it? They're furry. Insects shouldn't be furry, should they? Oh, yes, ghastly. Um, one bee sting, one can shake off. But uh, once you get the whole swarm on you... Oh. oh, God. Oh, just thinking about that. Oh, God. And he shudders a bit. And then he realises it's not him shuddering, but the scaffolding. <laughs> Steady. <laughs> As it shifts backwards and forwards a bit. And he looks around and says, Oh, fuck me. What, what's that? And then all of a sudden, like a Jenga tower, the whole thing just starts collapsing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There are metal pipes falling out into the street. One of them goes into the side of a passing bus. <laughs> the guy who the foreman was handing stuff up to starts sliding down the roof and holds on desperately to the guttering, but the guttering comes away and he's swinging down now towards the main road. <laughs> the platform that the foreman was standing on is in free fall then hits the level below it and that starts collapsing as well and he's standing there for a moment just yeah, laughing like he's dodged a bullet and then the whole thing topples forward in towards you and do you want to give me a dodge roll <laughs> bloody hell okay uh, here we go um dodge <laughs> Uh-oh, okay. That's not so good of a one for old Adrian Trumbull. Let's see how he do. Dodge man. <laughs> no, that's an 86 over 25, Scott. Mm. <laughs> okay. One must suffer for their art. 
Yeah, so you're still standing there, perhaps like Buster Keaton, <laughs> right? <laughs> as bits of the scaffolding <laughs> just falling all around you, and there is this trumble-shaped hole in the scaffolding <laughs> as it all falls down <laughs> in the the road. And you're standing there as the dust is flying up around you and there's bits of debris. And then just all of a sudden this single roof tile falls off and clocks you straight on the head. <laughs> Christ! <laughs> it goes down. Oh, fucking hell. Doing maximum damage again. Another four hit points of damage. Oh, no! Oh, my God. Okay. I started this game with 12, I think. I'm now down to four. <laughs> The rest of you can see Trumbull sitting there in the midst of all this chaos with blood running down into his eyes, covered in dust and soot. And then this lone tarpaulin wafts down and lands on him, covering him completely. <laughs> Kirby is filming, but running over going, woof, woof, woof. <laughs> Rolling filmmaking, of course. I failed my filmmaking role this time. Ben has filmmaking as well. <laughs> Now, mm. Ben, seeing Kirby's going to miss the shot, <laughs> attempt to just come in and steer the camera in the right direction. Is that okay? Oh, yes. Yeah, I think this will qualify as pushing the roll, though, so I'm going to do something <laughs> nasty to you if this fails. Mm. <laughs> I'm not sure who you is, but we'll, we'll find out that when <laughs> it comes. Figure that out, yeah. Yeah. I was being deliberately vague. <laughs> <laughs> just, just you, anyone. Uh-oh. Oh, uh... No, that's a mess. <laughs> Please tell me you got the shot. <laughs> so I think what happens is you run over to try to snatch the camera and push it in the right direction. But in doing so, you knock it out of Kirby's hands and it bounces across the ground and cracks open. And you can see all the film that you've shot today just getting exposed to daylight. Oh, my God. You idiot! Given the choice between running over to help Adrian and saving the footage, I think um, Riz is gonna, like, jumping on a grenade, just, like, get on top of the film as quickly as possible. Oh, no, 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 no! <laughs> uh, if only it worked like that. I, I was just, I, I was trying to get the shot. I'm so sorry. There's blood and dust in Adrian's uh, hair coming down his face, but it's like oddly black because it's picking up some of his freshly dyed hair. He's got like the Rudy Giuliani streaks coming down his forehead. It's like, oh. Just with a bit more blood. Right, exactly. Ben, we could have won awards with this. Do you know the odds of that happening? Of a clock falling out of the sky and then the scaffolding collapsing? That's never going to happen again. And Ben is white and his hands are genuinely shaking because, you know, he's actually really regretting what he's done. Go, I, no, I, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. No, I, I, uh... Do you want to give me another sand roll for Ben then? <laughs> as I think, oh. you know, he's seeing the, the chaos and injury that he's caused here. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, no. Oh, I think this is the point at which you realise just how much devastation you've caused today. You've done really serious injury to a number of people. You don't even know if that woman who had the plate glass window dropped on her is going to survive. She looked like she was bleeding a lot. And this guy just fell off a third-story roof. That can't be good. 
So you lose six points of sand here. Oh, man. Do you want to give me an intelligence roll? We've seen how Ben behaves without a bout of madness. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is him firing on all cylinders. (laughs) No, that's a miss. Wow. Okay, so mercifully, perhaps, your mind doesn't quite put all the pieces together. You're shocked, but it's not enough to send you into a spiral of insanity at the moment. But on the other hand, how much sand did Ben start with? Uh, 15, and I'm now down to 8. <laughs> oh. Uh, is this something to do with half sanity? I think it is. 15? Well, you're already quite mad. What's your power? Uh, my power is 15. What should my sanity be? Your power was 15. That's very low. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Doll's House always has some interesting sheets. Oh, boy. So, <laughs> forget about the intelligence roll. You are indefinitely insane now. So... At this stage, I mean, you are not only going into a bout of madness, but you are going to be vulnerable to delusions and just generally weird phenomena from now on. But for the time being, having seen all this chaos and devastation and and harm that you've done, but worse, having just realised that you've done it for nothing because you've just destroyed that film then surely the only logical course of action now is to try to get another working camera and put this right try to get some more footage and just make it even more more spectacular right yeah and, and ben just thinks there's, there's no way out i mean you know he's he's on his first day in the job he's doing what he's told riz seems very definite that this is okay yeah, another camera. We, we just need to keep going. Riz will come up to you, and if there's any conflict on your face... Yes, there is. There's loads of conflict. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm, Carry on. Mm-hmm. Ben, I'm sorry I misjudged you. You're doing an amazing job. <laughs> You're doing very, very well. <laughs> and we've had a bit of a, a stumble here, but this is all fixable. All right? P- lost the foot. Uh, the, there's people. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they could be dead. But think of all the lives that we'll save with this footage if we can just get it together. Right. You're doing very well. Thank you. (laughs) You can hear the groaning of one of the construction workers from a pile of rubble about ten feet away. You know, maybe we should just collect Adrian and move on to another location. What do you think? Yes? Yes. Let's, Let's get away. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Kirby will fold up his red director's chair <laughs> and <laughs> head back to the office to get more equipment and audio, hopefully a microphone, too. I think hearing that groan might provoke a sanity roll from Adrian, actually. Just like having been through such a crazy morning. <laughs> yeah, and just being in two terrible accidents. Yeah, I think that's fair. Oh, smashed it. Doing fine. <laughs> Something bad happened, but it wasn't to him. Adrian? No. How you doing? Dear God. I'm I'm concussed. My <laughs> brain's been stove in. Your command of that situation was so riveting. I, I, I know that you're hurting, but um, you know, some of your best work that you've you've done with us so far. He looks up, blood streaming into one eye. Like, do you 
Really think so? Yes, yes, I couldn't take my eyes off you. Dear, dear girl. And he takes your hand and struggles to his feet. Uh, Rizzle, help you up. Adrian, I think maybe we should get you some inversion therapy. You would desanguinate me through the through the gash in the top of my head. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> they are quite dangerous. Uh, well, let's get get the other equipment. Why is everyone talking so loud? Ah, oh God. Can I try a bit of first aid on Adrian? Well, concerned that we'll, we're going to lose him before we get the rest of the footage. Yes, if you want to give a first aid roll. Yeah, I got 31 under 35, regular success. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, you can have one hit point back for Adrian then. Yeah, baby. As Riz manages to at least staunch the bleeding in your scalp. Up to a gentleman's five hit points. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. You're fine. Don't let me go to sleep. Don't don't, don't (laughs) let me go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. We're we're not far from the offices, right? We can go back and regroup. I want to see what you've captured in the edit. <laughs> no, we were just framing the shots and practicing, Adrian. We didn't actually take footage this morning. Uh, but you did great. I think we're ready. I think we're ready. What? For the real show. Are you telling me I nearly gave my life and it was just for the <laughs> rehearsal? <laughs> so committed. It's, uh, it really is a testament to your uh, professionalism. Yeah, I think we just need more anguish next time, if if you think you could drum that up. Like Emergency, season two. Uh... <laughs> I shall endeavour to do my best. As you're preparing to head off, Ben, dazed and amongst all the, the chaos and devastation he's caused, can see just on the corner of the street opposite you, there's someone watching you there. There's a... A woman in a dark suit, She's she's got grey hair that's pulled back, and a face that's so impassive that it almost looks like it's carved from stone. And she just seems to be watching you all carefully, but then as the others are talking about heading back and, and getting more equipment, she just turns to go and starts walking away quite stiffly. And Ben... A little incoherent sort of says to Riz, there was a woman watching us. Uh, well, I mean, it was pretty spectacular. No, she was watching us. All right, dear, it's fine. Everything's fine. We should should go back. Yes, yes, thank goodness. We'll go back. Yes, let's go back. If Riz looks off there, does she clock the woman? No, you don't see anyone. All right. Uh, you're, you're just a bit shaken. It's fine. Don't worry. Okay, okay. Well, I think the ministry will probably pay for this equipment, uh, so no worries about this morning. <laughs> Looking over at Adrian, is bleeding. <laughs> it was worth it to practice the shots, I think. We, we know what we need to do, but I, I just don't think we'll get that lucky. I mean, falling clocks and collapsing scaffolding, that's, that's like once in a lifetime in a single morning. Perhaps in Ben's bout of badness, I mean, you just know that if you put your mind to it, you could do so much better than that. <laughs> well, we should keep going. Everywhere we go, things are happening. We, we should keep going. 
No, you're right. You're right. Uh, uh, it's my first time here. Maybe this is just London city life. This is just London. This is just how it is here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything about London in real life or in character. So we'll go back to the office and <laughs> regroup, get our things, <laughs> ship back out if nobody bothers us. So the bunch of you arrive back at the Fathom Films offices, perhaps a little worse for wear in some cases. And perhaps unexpectedly, you find Mr. Dalrymple there waiting for you, sitting there in the meeting room where you met him earlier, looking at his teacup from earlier with something resembling disgust. But he brightens as the group of you come in and says, Ah, <laughs> the conquering heroes return. Oh, what, what are you doing here? I come bearing glad tidings. I had a telephone call from the minister herself. I don't even know how she found the number where I was, but she is resourceful, so very resourceful. Anyway, I, she was very, very impressed with the work that you've been doing this morning. Uh, she had nothing but but wonderful things to say about your ingenuity and your work ethic and your sheer imagination. She's particularly taken with young Mr. Christie. Ben goes even whiter than he was before. I don't understand. We We were just doing practice shots uh, this morning. Indeed, indeed, but you were very much on the, the right track. Obviously, I didn't witness any of this myself, but the minister tells me that uh, she believes that you are very much capturing the terror in the mundane, that feeling that every aspect of, of life around us is filled with innumerable perils. And... Yes, yes, this is this is exactly what we're after. But she has asked me to extend to you an offer of assistance that uh, she believes that while you are very much on the right path, that perhaps, as you said, this was, uh, what, a, a dress rehearsal. Yes, he's holding his shattered camera. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she feels that perhaps you with uh, the appropriate resources, could aim a bit higher. Mm. What is it that you might need from the Ministry? We will obviously provide whatever financial assistance you need. Uh, he looks at your camera and says, uh, we do have uh, some photographic equipment as well, maybe even some camera crew we could lend you. Uh, but oh, clearly we don't want to interfere with what is clearly a very smooth-running operation. So, uh, you, you tell us, what can we do to help bring about something wondrous? I mean, if we could get a Sony, maybe like an AV3400, something uh, more sophisticated, uh, someone to hold a boom mic... And maybe like a like a medic or someone that can patch up minor wounds, maybe. Or Donald Pleasance, uh, if he's available. This rouses Adrian from his like his <laughs> covered in dust, blood, and hair dye. It's just like, beg your pardon. Well, you're injured. You should rest. Is all I mean. Uh, 
You were uh, just fantastic. I'm not having that bastard Pleasance snake another roll from me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll, I'll see this through, if only to deprive Donnie of another, <laughs> of another victory at my expense. I was supposed to be in the Puma Man. <laughs> <laughs> so Ben, at the back of the room, when there's a bit of quiet, just says, A double-decker bus. A double-decker bus. Yes, yes. Uh, what, uh... Do you need a double-decker bus? Do you just need access to a double-decker bus? Is that with all the layers of candy and chocolate? The double-decker? No, that, that that's a, that's a double-decker, yeah, but a double-decker... Okay, it's a bus. Just a bus. <laughs> a bus. <laughs> Kirby, imagine a bus. One, imagine an American bus. Yes. Now imagine there's a bus on top. <laughs> you know the buses you see outside. We're talking about a bus. Yes. I feel like we're getting hung up. <laughs> His eyes are huge when Adrian says that. So a double decker has like a layer of nougat and like a crispy layer, and that's a different thing from a bus. <laughs> He's torn, like, <laughs> captivated by Ben describing the candy and Adrian describing the bus. It answered the question, what if a bus rode a bus? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I love it here. Cecil, I, I think access to a bus will do fine. <laughs> I, un unless, Ben, do you want to have full control over it? No, no. But they're everyday things, aren't they? We you wanted the terror in the everyday? They're everyday things. Mm, indeed. Indeed. I don't know. I heard a story about the buses and something with Penge. And, um, <laughs> I'm not sure this is a good idea. There's a lot of people on a bus. All sorts of dangers lurking on buses. Uh, the seats could upset and tilt. Uh, there could be mishaps with coin slots, uh, staircases. Here it is, gentlemen. Our luck has been phenomenal today. Mm, and very much so. <laughs> it does feel <laughs> oh, oh, <my> fucking head. <laughs> it it does feel as though perhaps Ben is our good luck charm. Do you know what I mean? So if if he wants a bus, then we should get a bus. Cecil? Yes. Could we get a stunt driver and maybe some extras and uh, uh, maybe a secured city street so that nobody gets hurt? I don't think that will be necessary. From the reports I've been hearing from the minister, the approach you've been taking is, is I think, far more... I, I believe the term you artists use is uh, cinema verite. Hmm. Exactly. I'm American, uh... Yes, verite. I picked that one up when I when I was uh, um, on holiday with Alan Delon. <laughs> lies, all lies, <laughs> never happens. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Can I just talk to Ben before we commit to this, Cecil? Yes, yes. I'm. I'm. Well, I do have a couple of phone calls to make. If I can use your office for that, then perhaps uh, we can discuss this in ten minutes or so. You let me know what you need. If you do need access to a double-decker bus, then I can 
calls and contacts at uh, the Ministry of Transport and um, perhaps even just arrange with the Met Police that they they don't take too active an interest in whatever it is you have planned, if you understand. Kirby looks puzzled, but yes. That would be wonderful. Yes, please. Mm, Please. Marvellous, marvellous. I'll be back in ten minutes, he says, and then wanders through to Kirby's office, or the office that Kirby's been assigned, and then just shuts the door. Just what are you visualising with this little, um, bus set-piece, Christy? While, while I understand that spontaneity is part of an actor's craft, improvisation is the realm of rogues and fools. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to be somewhat prepared going in. I, I mean, I, I don't write the script. I'm, I'm, I'm just the ideator. But <laughs> oh, yes, forgive me for not using your proper title. No, it's it's okay. That's fine. But thanks. <laughs> I I don't know. They're just. I mean, buses. We want. They said they want to like scare people and mm. scare people with the everyday and buses. I mean, they they run people over. They crash into things. Mm-hmm. But I don't want anyone else to be hurt. I don't know. You you don't have to worry about that. Okay. If it's two buses on top of each other, the top bus could just slide right off. All right, <sighs> Ben. What is the worst thing you can imagine happening with a bus? Slide right off. It's like palm on Kirby's face, just pushing him away. God, Ugh. Sullivan, you've seen the man. They're everywhere. <laughs> God. I've only been here for three months. <laughs> Sometimes I'm walking through Covent Garden and there's all these people there. And I think, what would happen if bus just drove through and, uh, and just... Went right through the crowd. Hmm. It is simple. It's pure. I think that we should try to realise this vision. No, we can't realise it. And Ben just hears from somewhere behind him just what sounds like a very quiet woman's voice coming from somewhere behind you that just says, Yes, you can. And then in front of you, a very loud woman's voice saying, yes, you can. But the quiet woman's so persuasive. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 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 I don't think we can stop now, can we? We'll we'll just do it. Yes, and and, and if... If Dalrymple and the force of the Ministry are behind us, then no doubt we'll be, um, uh, there, there won't be any of the unfortunate casualties we've, we've suffered over the course of the morning. I think the Minister might be behind me. Huh? I think I saw her. Are you okay? Ben? The Minister? What, I don't know what she looks like. She has grey hair and I think I saw her. She was watching us. Suppose that would explain how she knows what we've been up to. Yeah. Yes, she did seem to know it in the praise us in the most minute detail for which I offer her my humblest thanks. <laughs> I do think to get the best shot, Adrian, you and I need to be on the bus and uh I don't know, Ben and Riz. 
you, you could be wherever you'd like. But Ben, I, I do need to ask you something important before we do this. Can you get us some of those penguin biscuits just to take with us? I swear <laughs> to God. Can I just check you actually know what a penguin biscuit is to make sure you're asking about the right one? <laughs> There's only one penguin biscuit. Right, but specifically we're talking about the one with like two layers of biscuit and something and then wrapped in chocolate as opposed to the double decker, which is the layer of nougat. I wonder if you just want a Mars bar. That I do know. I'll take it. Yeah, because I mean that, that has your layer of nougat with the caramel on top and then it's all it's all wrapped in chocolate. Well, I guess Cecil's going to bring in the new equipment and we can head out. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I've previously in, in our, this morning's endeavours, I was a interviewer, interlocutor, man on the street. Now, I suppose I'll be portraying a bus driver, a commuter. Oh, it's a good idea. If you're driving the bus and I'm filming you while you drive... It could really, I mean, we're sending a warning, right? What more powerful warning than from the driver himself? Of course, what could cause a bus to careen off course and through a crowd of people? At any moment, the driver of such a machine may go mad. And (laughs) we place our faith in these people. But who are they really? I really like that. Yeah, this is inspired. Ben? Yes? I think we're deferring to you now as the ideator. No, you mustn't defer to me, no. There's things in my head and I... What do you want me to do? Thank you for listening to Ain't Slayed Nobody. For ad-free episodes, lots of bonus content and special programming, please join our wolf pack at patreon.com slash ain't slayed. Or subscribe to Ain't Slayed Nobody Plus at Apple Podcasts. Nothing helps the show more than becoming a subscriber. See our show notes for full credits and help us grow by posting friendly reviews and spreading the word to your friends and followers. Thank you and good luck out there.